You're listening to the Assembly Call IU podcast and postgame show, the place where Indiana fans across the globe hang out online after every IU basketball game. If you want to get more out of being an IU basketball fan, then make sure you're subscribed to our email newsletter. Go to assemblycall.com slash join today and sign up for free. That's assemblycall.com slash join. This episode of The Assembly Call is brought to you by Crane Credit Union. Get a $150 deposit into your new Crane Credit Union checking account when you get e-statements, have direct deposit, and use your debit card. Plus, there's no monthly service charges and no minimum balance to open your account. Stop into any of Crane Credit Union's 14 locations or visit their website at cranecu.org for more information. That's cranecu.org. Crane Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA. And now, get ready for another brand new edition of the Assembly Call. And welcome, Hoosier fans, to another off-season edition of the Assembly Call. I'm your host, Jared Morris. Yes, another off-season edition. I know that we've been coming at you fast and furious with the podcast episodes here over the past week or so, but hey, Indiana has a new coach. Excitement is high, enthusiasm is high, and you all have been so receptive to all the new content that we've been putting out. It makes us want to put out more. And so I actually got an email yesterday from David Burhen, the author of Miller Time, uh, which is a book about Coach John Miller, the father of Sean Miller and Indiana's new head coach, Archie Miller, uh, asking me if I wanted to read a copy of the book. Absolutely, I do. I'm interested in any insight on our new coach. Uh, And I asked Dave if he wanted to come on our podcast and share some stories about Archie and about the family, uh, and he agreed. And so we talked uh, on Tuesday afternoon, uh, recorded it for the podcast, and I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation with Dave, really giving a different perspective of Archie, you know, having seen him grow up and seeing his entire progression through the coaching ranks. So I think you'll really enjoy this, uh, find out more about Archie's relationship with his brother, Sean, his relationship with John Calipari, uh, and obviously, you know, the many lessons that he learned from his dad and the really, really interesting backstory, uh, David's own backstory with Coach Miller. It's a fascinating story involving his son. I think you'll enjoy it. We get into all of that. Uh, I do highly recommend the book. I have not read it yet, but I'm excited to get my copy in the mail and to read it. But if you are interested in getting yours, uh, the URL, and we mention it in the interview, it's drillforskill.com. That's drill, the number four skill.com. And if you go to the slash store, Uh, URL, then you will find the book. And as Dave mentions in the episode, if you get it there, then you can get it autographed by John Miller and by Dave himself. So without further ado, here is my conversation with David Burhen, the author of Miller Time, about Indiana's new coach, Archie Miller. Dave, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Jared. So you have a fascinating backstory in terms of your experience with Coach Miller and with the Miller family, and we were just talking about it off air, and I want to get to that as we go through this conversation. But I think probably the best place to start, I mean, IU fans are you know so excited, obviously, about their new coach, about Archie, you know, having watched the press conference recently. In your mind, what do IU fans need to know about Archie's backstory to prepare us for supporting him and kind of understanding him as IU's coach? 
Yeah, it's uh, kind of like you're going to be getting. Now, we, we can't say or predict the future, and usually a new coach their first year isn't spectacular, but what you're going to get, I can guarantee, just from knowing the family, basically my whole life, is he will be the hardest working coach you'll see. He'll start the crack of dawn and will not stop, and it's a 24-7, 365 day of the year uh job for him and where he gets that from is where the book came into play is off of his dad um he actually the first time i met john miller he was my gym teacher growing up and um you know he was just he would do anything for you one of these guys you could go to and trust as a kid but he is a complete workaholic not only at basketball but with his family um i don't know if you know the backstory about sean miller and archie miller well, sean I, a lot of people, he became famous around here because he was on the tonight show with Johnny Carson. Mm -hmm. He went on there and did all kind of like a dribbling routine and, you know, amazing story like that. He was on, uh, that's incredible. If you, if you, uh, want to go on YouTube and look for, uh, you have to look at, it's, it says Elwood city, Sean Miller. It's still amazing to look at, you know, to this day. Yeah. And Archie is cast right out of the same mold, just hardworking. Um, basically their mantra is, and you can see, how Sean and Archie look, they don't look really like basketball players. So from the time they were little, their dad was just saying, you are going to have to work harder than anybody else. He goes, before you put that ball down, you have to think, have I worked? Wow. Is there anybody out there that could have possibly worked harder than me today? And if the answer is no, then you keep doing your thing. Well, and it but, sounds um, like, and it sounds yeah. like that's the kind of mentality that he wants to bring to Indiana too, just based on what he said in the press conference. So yeah, it's it's. I heard his a little bits and pieces of the pre press conference yesterday, and it kind of reminds. It seems like the people out there in Indiana have the same feeling about Indiana basketball as people around here do for the Steelers, and it's just like you know their life, and it's just hard work, um, yeah. blue collar mentality, and that's where that's what Archie's going to bring. It's going to be like I, I predict it's going to be a perfect fit. Well, you know, it sure seems like it. It really does. And it's one of those, I mean, obviously we talked about lots of different candidates, you know, who might be the right fit. And just based on what we've seen since the decision was made, I mean, in hindsight, it seems like the perfect fit. You know, and he even mentioned during the press conference something to the effect of, you know, he is Indiana. You know, he may not have grown up in Indiana, but that dedication to basketball and just living and breathing basketball is, you know, that's him and that's what Indiana is. And, and, you know, I assume that that's something that he got from his father, but his father also, and maybe you can, you know, just talk to us a little bit about what John Miller is like, sounds like someone to me who, like a lot of great coaches do, you know, loved basketball, but almost used basketball as more a way to teach more important overarching life lessons than just trying to get someone to be a better basketball player. Yeah, 100%. Without giving away too much of the book, and I can't really give it away because the story is so incredible. Uh, see, first of all, I'm not a writer. This book basically wrote itself. Um, John Miller, just a quick overview. When he was uh, seven years old, he was stricken with polio, right? And he came from like a you know lower-end family where they're kind of almost poverty. Kid gets struck with polio, and he's in a bed for a solid year. So they take him to this home for kids at that time, and they – um. The John's father noticed the nurse is doing some kind of treatment on him. And John went over, John's father went over and said, Hey, what are you doing? If you did that more often, would it help more? And the nurses there uh, said, yeah, we could, but we don't have the money and we don't have the people to do it. So this is another thing that's so Miller that John's father took him out of the hospital, took him home and built 
a similar kind of machine that these nurses were using. And this truck driver, steel worker, dad brings this kid back to where he can walk. Not only can he walk, he can run and he started doing fine. And to come from that, to have both of your sons be NCAA elite eight coaches a couple years back, that story in itself is incredible. And um, I think coming from the fact that he thought he wasn't going to ever walk again, it kind of shows him like what's really important in life. And that brings me to how my connection with him, with my son, my son's in fifth grade now, but um, back when he was in kindergarten, he had a speech problem. It wasn't that he couldn't talk, but he couldn't decipher what the teachers were saying. And the teachers were all ready to put him on medicine and all this other stuff. All except for this one speech teacher, she said, why don't you try to take him somewhere where he'll have to follow directions and prove that he's listening by following directions. Long story short, I see John Miller's opening a gym down the street, and I go over there, and I'm going to try to ask my old gym teacher to help me out here. Meanwhile, when I open the door, I see John Miller working with these college prospects, these kids shooting three-pointers, doing all kinds of tricks between their legs, you know, you name it. And I have to go walk up to this guy who's like a local legend and say, hey, can you help my kindergarten kid learn how to follow directions? Meanwhile, I'm there. I go up to him, and without hesitation, I'm telling you, without hesitation, he goes, yeah, bring him back tomorrow. I can't wait to work with him. And he was genuine when he said that. I brought him back the next day. Long story short, short, he's in fifth grade now. He's confident. He'll look you in the eye. He's getting A's and B's. And like I told you off air, he's the state free throw champion for yeah. fifth grade in the state of Pennsylvania. That's amazing. To come from where he was. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I owe so much to this guy, and I, that's why I want this book you know, I want everybody to read this. I think it's like inspiring beyond basketball to where you're going to see what hard work can actually do for you. I mean, this guy came from nothing and he got his two sons to be at a level that, you know, you can't even imagine what it would be like. You know, one of the weekends he was like, well, should I go see Sean out West play in the elite eight or should I go see Archie play in the elite? I mean, imagine having two sons and you're trying to debate on which one to go see play an elite eight game. You know, well, hey, maybe sometime soon in the future, they'll both play in the same Final Four, and he can just go to the same place, make, the, oh, make things I mean, easy. And, on it, him. <laughs> and besides that, I mean, John Calipari, he wrote the forward to the book for me, and I know he's, he's kind of hated out where you guys are, but I, I'm sure he can be respected as well. He said a few days ago, he goes, uh, they were asking him what he thought of Archie's hire, and he said he would hire him if he could hire him. He said John Miller actually taught all of us, and by all of us, he means Sean and Archie. John Calipari. I mean, the list goes on and on. On the cover, I have a picture of uh, Archie's dad coaching Kobe Bryant. And wow. the, the book will be eye-opening to a lot of people to see all the different connections that come from this one little high school basketball coach. Yeah, and the book, again, it's called Miller Time, Coach John Miller's Story. You know, Dave, you were nice enough to, to offer to send me a copy. I can't wait to get it and read it. I didn't want to wait to read it first to talk to you because everybody's so excited for more information, um, uh, you know, about Archie. But I can't wait to read it. You know, definitely recommend it. You can find it on Amazon, uh, other places. Books are sold. Uh, I want to ask you real quick about Calipari because I did not know that. I didn't realize the relationship there. What is, you know, kind of the relationship now between Archie and John? Are they pretty close? And do you, you know, one of the, the, the big topics for IU fans everywhere is getting the IU Kentucky series going again. And is that the kind of thing where with the two of them coaching, they would be more likely to do it? Or are they the types that wouldn't necessarily want to play each other, you know, to have to beat the other one? Yeah, it's kind of like it's, they are technically not family. They're um, 
they're they're kind of family in the in the fact like my Italian relatives all call each other cousins, but they're not really related. Yeah. Uh, John Calipari, um, he's a little bit younger than John, which is Archie's dad, and he kind of grew up in John's house. He would go hang out and play over there, and um, he kind of looked up to John as like an older basketball guy. Um, but I, I it, and again, this is just me guessing as much as you are. But um, I could see it happening. I mean, I think they're going to do whatever is good for the program. And one of the things Archie said yesterday was one of the main things that would be good for the Indiana program is to get the fan base ultra excited again. And there's nothing that would make that happen more than to see those two teams play. But, um, yeah, it's yeah. like a family. I mean, they, they, John still t- says, hey, I got I to gotta go. Cal's on the phone. And it's so funny to hear him say these big name people just like uh, it's nothing. Yeah. No, not a lot of people know. Last year he was offered the um, shooting coach job for the Detroit Pistons, and in the end they decided to give it to the one other guy because he was a little bit younger. But it was funny. I, he was training Ben, my son, training him how to dribble, and he goes, "You know what? I'm not going to be here next week. I got to go out to Detroit for something. I got a job offer." And you know, it, it might as well have been he had a job offer for Subway or something. The way he was talking about it. Yeah. Meanwhile, I come to learn it was the Detroit Pistons looking at him. Wow. Hey, uh, real quick, just want to take a quick minute and tell you about our other sponsor for this episode, SeatGeek, and then we'll get right back to my conversation with Dave Burhan. As you know, buying tickets online for sports and concerts has been a confusing process for a long time. It's always been hard to find the best deal for that game or show that you want to go to, and none of those older ticket sites seem to want to change that. But SeatGeek is different. They've come along and created an amazing app and website that makes it easier than ever for fans to buy and sell tickets. SeatGeek is always the first place I go to look for tickets to a game or concert because everything about SeatGeek is designed to make life easier for sports and music fans. SeatGeek does all the price comparison for you by searching multiple ticket sites and ensuring that you get the best possible deal. SeatGeek does all the work. You save the time and money. And best of all, our listeners get a $20 rebate off of their first SeatGeek purchase. Now, I know you're all ready to go out and buy IU basketball tickets right now to watch the Hoosiers play under Archie Miller in Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Obviously, it's going to be a little while before we can do that. Uh, but rest assured, you can use SeatGeek and use this promo code and the rebate for sports tickets You know, during this offseason, maybe baseball games, NBA games, concerts, anything. It'll work. And the way that you get the rebate is by going to SeatGeek.com, or better yet, downloading the SeatGeek app. You go to the Settings tab and click Add a Promo Code and enter the promo code ASSEMBLY, A-S-S-E-M-B-L-Y, and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. So again, download the SeatGeek app, enter the promo code ASSEMBLY today. All right, now back to my conversation with Dave Burhen, getting more insight on Indiana's new coach, Archie Miller. So... Tell us a little bit about Archie. You know what what was he like growing up, and and how has he changed over the years, and kind of you know matured to the point where he is now as a thirty eight year old getting ready to take over one of the the most historically powerful basketball programs in college basketball. Yeah, where uh, where his brother Sean was more like kind of robotic and would do whatever you wanted him to do. I talked to a bunch of their teachers. And uh, from what John's told me, but Sean was kind of like he would do whatever you want that minute to try to please you. Archie, by the way, a lot of your uh, people listening probably don't know that's not his real name. His real name is um, Ryan Miller. Yeah. And um, 
his dad gave him the nickname Archie because he was ornery and he reminded him of Archie Bunker off of the <laughs> All in the Family TV show. Well, it, you so know, it does make him- it does make a little bit of sense because after the press conference, everybody was asking if he ever smiles because <laughs> he's so yeah. serious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, there's and it works both ways too. I mean, I remember one of the things he said on the uh, press conference yesterday was. It's all about how you treat people that can do you no good, you know, and it kind of reminded me of myself back when this book started. All all I am is I'm an elementary teacher and I'm uh, I got his phone number off of his dad and I called him up. It's right in the middle of the season. Dayton's in the middle of everything. And I'm thinking this guy's going to be like bothered by me or whatever. And no lie. He was on the phone with me for a solid hour talking to me about his dad, talking to me about his family, talking to me about um all kind of things, basketball, family, everything like that. So, I mean, just uh, the family, I wouldn't be wanting wanting to do this book. It was a lot of work. I wouldn't want to do the book if it wasn't for the fact that I feel like um, it needs to be brought out what kind of people they are. And it's such a rare thing nowadays um, to have down-to-earth people work hard, and that's their, their key to their success. Like, I don't think there's going to be a lot of flashiness and, you know, people pounding their chest and, you know, the typical NBA stuff going on, if Archie has anything to do with it. I mean, I watched his dad coach back in high school and, you know, whether you were winning by 20 or whether you were losing by 20, you had the same expert. You better have the same expression on your face. And at the end of the game, you better shake everybody's hand. Yeah. You know, the, 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 hard, the commitment to hard work, I think, you know, the seriousness with which you approach what you're doing. Clearly, you know, Archie got that from his dad. Are, are there any other elements that are, you know, obvious connections that Archie got from his dad or, and maybe any differences that, that Archie has developed, you know, over time as he's obviously gone through his, his coaching progression that are different uh, from, from how his dad is as a coach? Yeah, well, I think the mo- the the most I know about it are the similarities. Like I was, I was watch a Dayton game or watch an Arizona game with some of the guys that I went to high school with that were into basketball that maybe were even on the team. And, um, it'll be during March Madness or whatever in Arizona for, for example, we'll, we'll do a play. And one of the guys sitting next to me on the couch will say, Oh, that's the high, low, this and that play that he used with us in high school. And it, 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 which seems like, well, he's going to be using high school plays, but, um, Another thing that will be brought out in the book is his dad is holds records in Pennsylvania. At one point, he had a streak of like 911 games, something like that, where they did not lose. And this is a bunch of five foot six white guys from the suburbs going up against, you know, everybody. A lot of people, you know, if you watch, it's strange. If you watch the movie Hoosiers, the the guy, the coach in the movie is very reminds me a lot of him. Um, oh, wow. just, Wait, did you say you know, 911 no, games? Let me look at the. I got to look at the numbers. It's either 711 or 911. They did not lose a section game. It's like a Pennsylvania record. Holy moly. Yeah, I don't have the book in front of you. Yeah, you'll be a lot of stuff when you read the book, you'll be like, wow, it's, it's, it's incredible. You know, you know, one of the guys I interviewed, his name's Gabe, Gabe Jackson. He played over in Europe and he played in, uh, for a college called Robert Morris around here. And um, he always jokes about it, so I feel comfortable joking about it. He's a six foot six black guy, and he said to me, "You know, 
I wasn't, I didn't want to be mad because a bunch of little white guys beat us, but I was mad because a bunch of little white guys beat us. And he just said, nobody outworked them. It's like you would go in there thinking you were on top of the world and it would just be like a machine over and over the same, the same mentality, no expression, just working like a, you know, just like in the movie Hoosiers, the quote again, uh, not one person more important than the other. Yeah. He said they, they'd be down at halftime. And you'd think it's over and whatever John would say to them, they'd come back out and they'd blow you out of the water and you'd lose by 20. Then wow. it, it reminds me a lot of like when I, cause I become a Dayton fan watching Archie and they'd be down a lot by halftime, but then something would go on at halftime and they'd come back and win, you know, 90% of the time. Very nice. So we've seen enough halftime leads blown, so it would certainly be nice to see that go in reverse yeah. uh, in the future. You know, we, we've heard a lot about Archie, how organized he is. Uh, we've certainly heard a lot about his philosophy about non-conference scheduling, for example, and kind of how he approaches that from a very analytical mindset and looks at the data. How is that typical for him? Like, is he a very analytical, you know, study the data, you know, make decisions based on logic, or is he more of kind of a gut feel type guy? You know what? That's. I'll be honest with you. I won't. I'm not able to answer that question. I. I don't know. Um, yeah. It just. Uh, it's more just consistency with him. It's like they don't get rattled by anything. They don't get rattled. You know, that's one of the other points in the book. That the book. You know, a lot of times women have called me up and thanked me for written the book and and business guys and just people that have nothing to do with basketball because it's kind of like almost self motivating, self help. It's just. You know. Um, Archie's sister was also a division one girls player. And she would say what he would always say to us, even if there was a loss, he would say, you know what, you have, you have about 12 hours to get over the loss. And then tomorrow we're going to be back out there working. And one of the things Archie was talking to me about when I interviewed him, he said, it was so crazy. We had just, they had just won a WPIAL championship game against a rival. And it was a big celebration the night before and uh, he said, I was eating my bowl of cereal the next morning at 930. And dad came in the room and goes, what are you doing? Why aren't you out there getting your shots up? And he was laughing. He goes, it didn't even matter to him that we just won the championship. He, they expect consistent work every day. And then you can't argue with it with, you know, where they've come from and where they are now. You know, you hear lots but of like I said. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, you know, yeah. you hear lots of stories about, you know, kids who maybe grow up in that type of situation where they're, you know, their dad's kind of driving them hard for something athletically. And, you know, later on, they end up resenting the sport or not kind of being in it as much. And obviously, you know, Sean and Archie just embraced it fully. What was it about John that, you know, allowed him to kind of to really drive them so hard, but for them to embrace it and then want to follow right along in the family business of being a coach? Yeah, that's a really good question because I struggle with that every day because my boy loves basketball, but I don't want to be that dad that like, you know, screams at him and makes them hate it or whatever. But his secret was that he didn't care what they did as far as a sport or an activity or a whatever. He wanted them to be the best they could be at whatever they did. For instance, um, Archie's other sister's name is Dana. She was funny. I had talked to her on the phone. She goes, you know, the rest of my family was into sweating at the gym, and I didn't want to get sweaty. I, I didn't like that. I wanted to do something else, and she was into cheerleading, and she eventually got into tennis. She said, but you know what? My dad was just as much behind me and supported me as any of the other kids, and I was never meant to feel guilty for not playing basketball 
And she said, we knew at any time if we wanted to switch gears. And, you know, I think she used an example of like if, if uh, Sean or Archie wanted to switch and play the saxophone or something like that, that's fine. But you're going to do your very, very best at that. It's, it wasn't like you're going to play basketball or else. And he kind of made it that you were trying to push yourself. He would just kind of say things like, I mean, this was Sean talking, Sean Miller, um, out in Arizona now he said it was snowing like crazy one day and all my did was all my dad did was walk by the couch I was sitting on and said oh you think you're going to be division one and then he just kept walking he said he said he got so mad he went outside and shoveled snow off of the court and started shooting his dad expected him to put up 200 he said I put up 500 just to spite him but now you can see they're coming back and they're saying thank you dad thank you you know yeah the the relationship between those two, between Sean and Archie, it's a ten year difference, correct? Isn't Sean's forty eight and Archie's yeah, thirty eight? Yeah, around ten years, right. And how how has that relationship been? Have they all I mean, obviously Archie talks about him now with such reverence and it sounds like they, they talk a lot and he's clearly learned a lot from Sean. Sean brought him over on his staff at Arizona. Were they always that close, uh, you know, growing up, even with Archie ten years younger? Yeah, you know what? I have a sister that's 14 years older than me, and I don't have anybody else in between. And it's kind of like we did not have like a sibling rivalry or like jealousy. It's kind of too far apart, and I think it might be the same way with them. Um, Archie always kind of the way that, I mean, from my interviews and what I've seen, he's always just kind of looked up to him. There's a priceless picture in the book where Sean must be about 12 and Archie must be, I mean, maybe, maybe Sean's 14, but Archie's little and they're both there dribbling basketballs together. And I think, I don't think there's ever been a time wherever, you know, there was a jealousy or anything like that. For instance, like when Sean was on the tonight show and on that's incredible and all this, he was actually in a movie with Dr. J called, um, the fish that saved Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. Um, Archie would have been a little bit too small to be jealous of that. And I just think it's been more of like a second father figure to him instead of, uh, you know, like a jealousy of an older brother that's successful. Well, you know, you shared the great story earlier about, you know, Archie calling you back when you were working on the book and some others. Are there any other stories like that that to you just sum up Archie, maybe from when he was growing up or, or later on as he became a coach? Like, what is the quintessential Archie Miller story, either as a person or as a coach? Yeah, you know what? I'm about I'm actually the same age as Sean, but the family is so similar and they hold the same values that it all kind of holds true. They never let themselves no matter how many times they were on the front page of the paper, they were always kids that you could approach and always kids that were nice to you. Um I was in the same gym class as Sean and I was shooting um foul shots one day. I don't know why. And I I I was I, I was like a band kid. I was a really good drummer. And, you know, typical Miller fashion, Sean came over and said, hey, I heard you're a really good drummer. And I said, oh, thank you. And he, he, as he was walking away, he goes, well, you better stick to that. You know, so they, <laughs> they, uh, they, they got you, but they were still, they weren't like the cocky jock kids. I mean, they had every right to be. Yeah. But if you didn't know, you wouldn't have even known they played basketball. I, I think, uh, yeah, it was Archie that met Larry Bird. It was one weekend. The dad took him to one of their events or whatever, and Archie met Larry Bird and uh, Magic Johnson on the same weekend. Kids I talked to said they came back to school the next Monday, didn't even mention it. I mean, and every you know, it's just like you do what you do because it's the right thing, and you don't go back and brag about it or 
pound your uh, chest over it. That's wow. the they call it the Miller Way. It's on the he has a his uh his gym is called Drill for Skill, and right underneath it it says the Miller Way. And he makes the kids not only play basketball the Miller way, but you act a certain way with respect. It's very, very old school. That's what attracted me to it. Yeah. Well, and it sounds like he's going to bring an old school approach to coaching in Bloomington, which is exactly what the program needs uh, at this time. And I think all Indiana fans, or most, certainly the vast majority of Indiana fans, are quickly becoming convinced that Archie is the guy to do it. Um, so Dave, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, the book is Miller time coach John Miller's story. Um, I know you can find that on Amazon. Is there any other place that you would recommend that folks go to, uh, if they're interested in learning yeah, more about I, the book? I just mentioned drill for skill. Um, that's John's website. If you buy the, if you buy the book off of drill for com slash store, um, it'll come quicker than on Amazon and it'll be autographed also by John and myself. Oh wow! But it's on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. But if you want to get it, um, yeah, get it through there. I'll I'll get uh, Coach to sign it, and I'll sign it as well. Very Drillforskill.com. Drillforskill.com slash store. Okay, and we will put that in the show notes as well, uh, so everybody can get that. All right. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I know we will both. Uh, you'll be joining all of Hoosier Nation and watching uh, the next step in Archie's career. And I think we all uh, we all have high hopes for how it will go. Yeah, I just don't know what I'm going to do with all this Dayton gear I bought over the years, but I'll, 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 go, I'll, I'll get on your gift shop, too. Do you have candy stripe pants yet? That's the big question. Those... <laughs> Actually, I'm wearing, I'm wearing them right now. Are you really? No, I'm, no, I'm not. Oh. <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been awesome. <laughs> well, cool. Well, thank you so much, Dave, and uh, we appreciate it. Drillforskill.com. Uh, go buy the book. I can't wait to read it. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Assembly Call. If you want to support the show, please share The Assembly Call with a friend or family member who loves IU basketball like you do. You can also visit assemblycall.com support to learn a few ways you can help, from donating to grabbing official Assembly Call gear to buying IU merchandise that you'd buy anyway but using our special affiliate links, which get us a commission. We rely on the support of audience members like you to keep the Assembly Call alive and growing. Once again, the URL is assemblycall.com support. Thank you, and as always, Go Hoosiers! Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger... They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Sticky notes. Email alerts. A string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $250 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client.